Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast, which is entitled The Five Pillars of Salvation, Sonship. Sonship is the last pillar in this series of articles. It follows propitiation, redemption, justification, and reconciliation. Sonship is the impartation of all the rights, privileges, and responsibilities of being a child of God. As sons, we have a permanent place in the family of God. John 8.35 says a slave is not a permanent member of the family, but a son is part of the family forever. We are given our Heavenly Father's spiritual DNA, so to speak, when we are born again by the operation of the Holy Spirit. John 3.6 reads, Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. It is important that we understand that we are not God's stepchildren. We are not limited to a legal standing as family members, we are God's children by birth. John 1, 12 and 13 says, But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. The Holy Spirit the Spirit of Christ Himself, lives inside every born-again child of God, enabling us to share Jesus' own relationship with Father God. Romans 8.15 says, For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. Because of our identity as children, we are able to come to him at any time for fellowship, encouragement, comfort, and strength. Hebrews 4.16 reads, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Access to our Heavenly Father is not based on our recent performance, emotional state, or opinion of our own worthiness. It is based solely on Christ's own access to His Father. What belongs to Him He gave to us as a free gift. John 1, 16 and 18 says, From his abundance we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son is himself God and is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. Jesus shares 
his intimacy with his Abba Father with us. When we come to the Father in Christ's name, depending solely on his right standing, we are always welcome. Because of our identity and access, we can ask for anything we need and Father God will provide. John 16 verses 23 and 24 say this, at that time, you won't need to ask me for anything, said Jesus. I tell you the truth, you will ask the Father directly and he will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name and you will receive and you will have abundant joy. Our Heavenly Father does not resent when we ask for things. Instead, he is predisposed to bless because he loves us so much. He is not stingy or limited in his means. This does not mean that he grants every request. As any good father, he gives us what is good for us and withholds anything that is destructive. 1 John 5, 14 and 15 say, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Believers are privileged to use the authority associated with Christ's name, which allows us to proclaim the gospel, prophesy, heal the sick, cast out demons, speak words of encouragement and correction, counsel, and to forgive sins. Matthew 10, 7 and 8 says this, Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. It is an enormous honor, privilege, and responsibility to speak in God's name and use his authority. The Holy Spirit backs up with power Christ's authoritative word spoken by us. Our destiny as God's children is to be in his presence and share his amazing glory, power, rule, and wealth in heaven. Colossians 3, 1 through 4 reads, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ and God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. We rule and reign with Christ now in a limited capacity, but in eternity we will co-rule with our Lord in an even greater way. 2 Timothy 2.12 says, If we endure hardship, we will reign with him. 
the privilege of permanent access to the presence and glory of God in heaven will be an indescribable joy. John 17, 24 says, Father, I want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. And then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. Conclusion. Our destiny to be in God's presence forever starts right here on earth. Paul made it his chief goal in life to know Christ. Philippians 3, 7 and 8 says, I once thought these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of Christ. what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage, so that I could gain Christ. The purpose of studying and meditating upon these five pillars of our salvation is to increase our awareness of what we have been given in Christ to maximize our joy as God's children and to encourage our faith and boldness to grow as we represent our Lord to the world. Knowing these things should motivate us, as it did Paul, to cast aside everything that distracts us from our grand calling as children of God and representatives of Christ, because what awaits those who faithfully serve our Lord is so precious that it defies human evaluation. May we think about these things often and continually give thanks to our Lord Jesus the Messiah, to our Heavenly Father, and to the glorious Holy Spirit.